Welcome, Beer Ambassadors. My name is Mikhail Woodward. I am the host of Beer Ambassadors over here, here every Tuesday at 5 o'clock. Um, and uh, I'm sorry I'm running a little bit late. It's all a little bit of traffic going on. Can you hear that squeak? I can hear that squeak in the chair. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, um, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, I like that. I wasn't expecting that song. I just played something until I could get in the studio. But I talked about some whiskey and, and that kind of stuff, which uh, um, I like. And... Um, it brings me to a point that I was not going to get into, but, you know, social media and everything is good. And I, it's like one of my favorite things. And if you don't know, um, I am the beer ambassador. So the underscore beer underscore ambassador. I'd love for you to follow me and give me some of your input there on Instagram. But um, and, and please do it on Facebook, too. But I, I'm way I'm on Instagram and I answer stuff on there and on Facebook much less. Um, but the long and short that I bring this up is because, um, uh, we were talking about whiskey and it reminded me of scotch and whiskey or you drink a, what they call a dram of that. So I will be getting into beer, but this is related. Um, I, I found that I, I was blocked on commenting this weekend because I put in, they said, I said, uh, I put in too many, uh, comments too quickly. And then I was wondering how Gary Vee and all these people that are really big and they try to uh, talk to everybody do that. And then I saw a uh, you know, PS note from Gary Vee that he even gets blocked by them. I'm like, it's weird. They want us to interact and, and do all the stuff, but then they want to block us for uh, possible infraction on their bylaws. But what was even more uh, scary to me um, and that I'm going to discuss before I get into other parts of the show today um, is... Uh, stuff that's going on, um, on, on social media. Um, and what I would call harassment. Um, and I'm going to, I'll explain to you and you'll understand a little bit, but one of the, uh, one of the people I like to follow and you might want to follow as well is the Scotch trooper. And this guy, uh, he's, he's a photographer who likes Scotch. And so for years now he has been, um, uh, taking photographs of whiskey and Scotch or Scotch whiskey, right? Um, and taking them the pictures with uh, with uh, stormtroopers, little as you want to call it, action figures um, that he's collected since he was young, and he has quite a following because of those pictures, and they're they're really well done. He uses a lot of um, of um, special techniques, you know, to be able to make it look like they're flying or or, or floating or whatever. Sometimes the, the, the alcohol is pouring and that stuff. Um, so, and he's got like, you know, over 64,000 followers. I wish I had that many. I'm, I'm, I'm still working for a thousand right now, but, um, but you guys are welcome to follow me there and that'd be great. But the reason I'm bringing this up is he got a cease and desist letter from an organization, which is called discuss D I S C U S. And I'm going to say I'm disgusted with disgust because disgust will not discuss or have a discussion about anything. They are basically, uh, you know, judge, jury, and executioner on anything that they think is wrong. So um, because uh, the Scotch Trooper has been posting pictures, like I do, of, of his favorite drink, and I do it with beer, and I've done it with, with things in the past, um, but because he's been doing it with... The Star Wars action figures, which are toys, um, someone decided, and I think it was a rival, honestly. A bunch, a bunch of us think it was a rival, that they were jealous. But it, it, whether it was a rival 
or it was just someone i mean they they say they were a parent i don't know because this letter was written anonymously anonymously but um i guess it was sent to to instagram facebook and to discuss uh or somehow discuss got their paws on it and then decided to intervene but the essential thing was there's a 26 page anonymous letter that was written and uh anonymous means you're cowardly first of all and uh and and 26 pages who has time to write about 20 i mean what can you say in 26 pages i mean it has to it sounds that get, that gets more to me about lawyerly terms and someone who's really trying to take all kinds of i mean oh, it just it's it's maddening but if you have time to to write about this um but not to do then the second part and which i'm going to get into in a second then really what are you doing with your life but they wrote an anonymous letter 26 pages saying that since he uses Star Wars toys and he has uh, whiskey and scotch bottles or or glasses with drams and into the um, picture, so they're, they're together often holding it or whatever, that he's encouraging and promoting underage drinking to children. Not, not, not just underage, but to children. He, he's promoting to children to get them to drink. And it, it's the most absurd... Uh, bit of censorship i've i've heard so we're we're independent here and um and you know um i know that there are people who think that maybe my show shouldn't be on the air but there's many people who like it but but we are about independent voices and being able to talk about this and i don't get into a lot of whole political things here although i could and i have very strong opinions and i i believe that being able to have an open and free discussion about things and not just someone's opinion but based on facts uh, most people I, I find that are talking, even some of the DJs on air here, really uh, are talking from their emotions and, and their feelings and not from a, a source of facts. Um, or if they are, they're, they're based on hearsay and, and, and propaganda, um, what they, they've uh, just ingested. But that being said, this really is a case of censorship where this guy has gotten a letter of cease and desist. Um, from from being able to do this, and and what's interesting is he's he's gotten this actually from the actual brands that he is that he is putting up on 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 his uh, um, on his page for Instagram, and I find it fascinating and interesting, and I want you know I actually want to know what you guys think about it as well, but. And what I find is fascinating is this guy, as he was growing his Instagram page and it was growing and, and he's doing all these great following uh, pictures and, and, and following, that all of these whiskey and scotch brands reached out to him to uh, have um, basically an affiliate program where he got paid to be able to market their stuff because he's a cash cow. He has 64,000 followers, you know, I mean, and, and it's probably started when I remember, he, you know, when he had closer to maybe 10 or something like that. I don't know. It was five or 10,000, but that's still a lot. But now he's at 64,000. Uh, and and they, they they glommed onto him to ask him to promote their products because he was having more uh, um, response than anyone else in that um, genre of whiskey. And uh, and they wanted to make money, and they did make money. He he sold a whole lot, a lot of things. So these 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 companies made money off of him. And then when this uh, cowardly letter, which is just a really a ridiculous thing, comes in, and and he can't he doesn't get to respond to it. There's no lawyers. There's no. It's just basically 
we made a decision, you violated laws, uh, or our bar laws, whatever, on social media, and now you have to pull this stuff down or stop, cease and desist. And he got these letters also from the manufacturers of these whiskey scotch uh, brands. And so I, I find it cowardly from them as well, because not only are they cowering to one person who wrote a letter about something that is obviously insane, and, and he pulls up his demographics because Instagram holds demographics. And in the age range that they are uh, saying that follows him, which is which is 18 and under, um, I think it was 1% or less than 1%. Um, his 71% of his of uh, the people who, who follow his page and have engagement, um, likes it or anything like that, um, is is from 25 to like 55. And the demographics prove that stuff. So I, I think that that's, first off, um, just ridiculous that they're they're doing this. So he's had a, a cease and desist. So I, I wanted to, I, I basically just wrote some stuff about that to be able to support him because for for, for someone to be able to bully someone else and, and, um, and, if they are a competitor, then um, they took a cowardly way. They could have just made themselves better if they're a competitor, um, and they're just trying to to subvent him. Um, um, but it but most likely it's not one of these uh, helicopter weird parents who will not discipline their children or whatever. And we have uh, where they. Um, won't raise their own children. They there's a world out there, and you come to an age of reckoning, and you have to be able to intelligently be able to deal with different types of people and different mindsets. You do though. Do you, this is part of what schooling is for. Schooling is to be able to have social interaction and be able to learn with uh, about people, and that you're not going to always agree with someone. And that's what tolerance is. You you tolerate someone that has a different opinion than you do, and so. I'm tying this all into drinking and beer because it comes to the same thing. Um, so please be patient if you're listening. But this is a very passionate thing. And I think it's very important on independent free radio to be able to talk about this because it's related to stuff that I talk about. I talk about beer and whiskey and scotch all the time because we age a lot of beer in whiskey barrels. And so these are the same companies who make money off us on the inland run because many beer drinkers also drink scotch and whiskey. But if they don't, then they're drinking beers that are aged um, in scotch and whiskey barrels. And I just find it fascinating that someone uh, would have the time to write that 26-page letter that if they're a parent, rather than saying to their child, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna pay attention to what you're what, uh, um, doing on social media. I have a daughter. And she's 11, and um, I, I'm. she's not allowed on Instagram yet. And that's not because of me. It's because of her mother. But we agreed to that to a certain time and age. And she does some other social media that we we keep an eye on, and we talk to her about it. Because I can't just tell her what she can cannot do. I have to educate her so that she understands that there are ramifications and, and parameters, safety parameters for a reason. Um, because there could be, you know, people who are, are predators or whatever out there. Um um, people want to take advantage of you. They want to use your content. I mean, there's a whole lot of people out there who who, who, who will take pictures of someone and then they'll go and uh, catfish other people with it. Uh, you know, there's a, most people are good, but there's a lot of uh, nefarious things going by nefarious people online. So my job as a parent is to talk to her about the real world and what happens 
and be able to educate her and be able to let her trust her instincts and be able to be able to do that. But she, but not just to say, oh, well, people can't do this or that. I mean, we're in the land of the, of the free and the home of the brave. And the fact that we have, we have rights here is a privilege in this nation and that we have a right to free speech and all these kind of things that, that people have verbal diarrhea all the time talking about stuff, but that doesn't mean that they have any facts or, or true, uh, truth to back it up. And just happens to be whatever the thing is of the day. But the point is we have to be able to really take this stuff and think. So, um, you know, I really, <laughs> to me, it's fascinating. And uh, I, I just w- would like, um, I'd like to know your opinion. You know, reach out to me on Instagram and stuff like that. But I'd, I'd like you to support the Scotch Trooper. I just can't believe they gave him a cease and desist, that there was that there's no true justice where he can respond to this. And, and that there was even some kind of back and forth like the, the, the law system that we have, which still isn't perfect, but it's one of the best systems we have in the world, that at least you have a voice in court and before your judge. And, and here we don't have that with Discuss. Um, I, if I had more information on Discuss, I might tell you more about them because they seem to be uh, a, a uh, fascist Nazi organization that just... Uh, like I said, judge, jury, and executioner. Um, and and that's frustrating in this day and age when social media does uh, a lot of good things as well. So go check out the Scotch Trooper, support him. Um, I think people should, uh, I, what I suggested, I didn't get to do it yet because I just I have to find some of my old Star Wars toys. Because, I mean, here's the other thing we we're talking about, that most of the people who saw the first three films when they came out, um, the reason there's been a resurgence is because we grew up with these toys and we grew up with these movies. And, and that's why Star Wars is like really huge. And, uh, and, and so the demographic for really those, the toys, even though there's a new one with the new movies, is still, um, it's still you know, basically 40s and 50s, honestly. And um, and it's interesting to me, too, that, you know, troopers, um, I mean, honestly, it's it's a PG-13 or something. Stormtroopers are based on the stormtroopers from the Nazi Germany. And if you notice that, that on Star Wars, as much as I love them, and it's a classic kind of thing when you look at the stormtrooper, they're, they're stormtroopers because they he took Lucas took the name from the stormtroopers in Germany, in Nazi Germany, and he assigned them to them because it's the evil empire, and the empire is trying to take over, and uh, the rebels are fighting, and that whole thing. So there's a good and evil, and stormtroopers are on the evil side, right? And they shoot everybody. They, they're trying to shoot you. They're trying to kill you. They don't really ask questions. They just kind of do it. And um, and that's something that we're uh, trying to fight against in America. So anyways, I think that you, we should really just use uh, intelligent thought and, and uh, be able to um, uh, not be bullied by people and stand up for our rights of free speech. And it's just the most insane thing I've ever seen. His pictures are really fantastic and beautiful. But my, my idea was that everybody goes and, and takes uh, finds some kind of Star Wars toy, but, it's, but, but would be particularly better if you used a Stormtrooper because he is the Scotch Trooper. And took pictures of, with your whiskey or Scotch and put it up on your page as a, a little bit of a rebellion there and a little stick in their eye and uh, that you repost his, his thing. Because I really do uh, believe that is unjust, it's unfair, and I believe it's uh, a form of censorship. So with that being said, I have to talk about something that connected me with this. I do Untapped, um, as you guys are aware uh, of, but, uh, you know, it's Mikael, the beer ambassador on Untapped, or you can just look Mikael, which is spelled a little bit different there because 
um, because there's a lot of um, my name Mikael is spelled like Michael, but um, M I C H A E L. But uh, there's a whole lot of Michael, so it's hard to get in with that. And so the alternate way to be able to spell it because it's not originally written in English is M I Y K A E L. And uh, so that's a way you'll find it on Untapped. So if you want to follow me on Untapped, it's a social drinking app essentially that you can look for beers and beer bars and breweries, and um, you can make friends and reach out, and you can um, you know toast each other's beers and comment on each other's beers, and it's a way to keep track of your beers. Is really why I started doing it. And you also have where you um, will you can earn badges, which is cool. That's not why I do it, but it's cool. And you'll see that I post about the badges. I think I just posted one today as well because I get them. I don't do them all the time because I get too many. And I try to um, vary up my my Instagram page, but you will say that, and it goes on to it goes on to Twitter, and it goes on to um, on to uh, Facebook as well. So uh, it's the Beer Ambassador or the Beer Ambassador OC on those, um, and but Mikael on Untapped. And the reason I mentioned Untapped right now because six years ago, six years ago, it was 2012. And it was actually the second time I started that app because I had lost another phone. It was stolen, and I had to start the app all over again. So I think I actually started it in 2010. But um, I had to start a new account because I had lost my phone. I couldn't figure I, I forgot what the access code was ever. So um, in 2012, I started again. And what did I decide to use for my picture? And it was given to me by my ex. Uh, there is a, you know, I've often said on this radio show that one of my favorite uh, beers that still today, like it's a, it's like one of those go-to beers that's a comfort beer because it was one of my first beers. It's a gateway beer. It was Guinness. So Guinness and Sierra Nevada are, are really dear to me. Um, but Guinness, there's something about Guinness. I, there's just a comfort to it. And, you know, it was made in Ireland and all the kind of stuff. But um she gave me this picture, and I don't know who, who created it. I didn't create it, but I used it for over six years. And someone took little logo uh, stormtroopers. So there's three stormtroopers from, from the logo set. Uh, oh, sorry, I said logo. Lego set, my bad. Uh, the Legos. Um, and, and, and on the top, they're hold, these three little stormtroopers, the Lego stormtroopers, are holding up a Lego Darth Vader. And that Lego Darth Vader um, is, you know... Oh, on the side of a pint glass because he's being hoisted up and he and it's like he's taking you know his face is in this beautiful um thick you know head of beer uh, on the guinness and he's drinking uh guinness and and i've been using that logo on untapped for years now of course on untapped you have to be of drinking you should be able to use the app um but i still think it's ridiculous because it's you know this is for adults it's not i'm not my, my, my daughter sees it and thinks it's funny, but she doesn't want to drink. And it's because I'm educating her. And uh, and I tell her what's appropriate for her and for her age. And so I just find it fascinating that this stuff has been out there for years, but now this one guy gets this thing on, on Instagram, which also goes back to for years. Um, I didn't think of this either, but, you know, uh, there's Darth Vader holding... Uh, a, a pint of Guinness, and he's like, you know, you don't know the power of the dark side, and and uh, and and for St. Patrick's Day, of course, they'll have Yoda, and it's Guinness, um, and he's holding he's holding you know the Guinness beer, and I, I should have pulled those up. I wasn't even planning on talking about all of this, but um, but it, it goes on to to say that this stuff has been going on for for, for an association where um, people who drink, you know, we like pop culture. And and we talk about pop culture. And if you look and go to the breweries, and all the breweries, not all, but most of the breweries, there's a trivia nights, and that's part of pop culture. 
and um, and then we have uh, Unsung Brewing Company in Anaheim. I mean, is someone going to do a cease and desist on anything that they can do that's related to to? I mean, they make their own comics, their own thing, but is someone going to say, "Oh, well, you're 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 now uh, trying to get children to drink your beer, so it's children." No, I mean, to me, this is a farce. It's so outside of any logical reasoning, and that if you're really so worried about that, why are you trying to? Uh, anonymously go to some authorities um, to to summarily uh, just ruin someone else's life, rather than saying, you know what, uh, I I I don't know, I'm not comfortable with that. I think maybe it supports children's drinking, which it doesn't. But if you feel that way, you know, you have the right to your opinion, and then go educate your children. Right? Don't come and try and 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 take from me and legislate me and my way. So, what would happen to Unsung if someone tried to do that? Uh, what happens to GameCraft uh, that's about to open up in, in Laguna Beach because they're based on video games, right? Um, what's going to happen to uh, um, 8-Bit in Temecula? Because 8-Bit is a brewery in Temecula that's based on video games. So is, is are we marketing now to children? No, because video games and all this stuff were started in a generation when they were kids, but they're, they're grown up now, and, and, and they've changed. I mean, the video games that, that were big, the 8-Bit, you know, uh, games, uh, that, that were started where you had, uh, Donkey Kong and, and, and Pac-Man and Galaga and Centipede and, and Frogger and, and you can go down the list. Those were started in the late seventies, early eighties. And all of those people who are in love with that, there, there's a nostalgia to that, that now they're of drinking age and they, they put the two together. And so, I mean, most bars and breweries, Anyways, have games. They have Jenga, and they and you know the 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 one that I've worked for. They have they ha, they have um, a game in there. They have games for kids because you can bring families. There's, it's a family atmosphere. So you know you got shoots and ladders uh, and, and kids games there. So are, does that mean they're marketing to the to the children? I just oh my gosh, just really really <laughs> irritates me. If you can't tell out there, um, I, honestly, it's so much so. If someone's out there and they want to call and talk about it on air, I'm just going to bring you on air. It's a nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. That's nine four nine UCI KUCI. I wouldn't mind having someone to talk about this, but I, I was going to do other stuff today. But um, this to me really really hits uh, uh, just a, a, a craw on my side <laughs> because um, we have some fantastic uh, spirits out there in beer. And people uh, are taking it and really just uh, associating it with what we like. What do we like? We like pop culture. We like Star Wars. We like video games. We like games. I, I think the best thing to do, and, and this is part of what I, 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 I as much as I'm a, a, an American through and through, uh, red, white, and blue stars and stripes, um, I was born and raised here, and, and I, I love this country. Um, even with all the th- problems we've had you know, with it, I still think it's the best country in the world. Um, and we're always growing and changing, but, um, but man, the fact that, that we can't take pop culture and, and just enjoy it as it is because people are afraid to talk about, uh, liquor, like it's a taboo. Ta- liquor should not be a taboo. We've made it too much of a taboo. And that's why I say, I'm going to, I've said it before, but I'm going to really talk about it now. I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I think I'm just going to have to look in making a petition, that we that we need to get enough people to change the drinking age. I think it's ridiculous how we make it a taboo. We should make it part of our culture where it's understandable and 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 that you raise your children right. 
the the problem is we got these people who can't who, who don't want to they're lazy and they don't want to raise their own children you know people don't want to work anymore they don't want to do anything anymore so they're going to have someone else let's have laws to tell us what to do and how to think and and where to go and what and and honestly all this have, is is happening is changing i mean they're trying to do a law up in sacramento about uh how much water you can use and 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 that'll affect you know you're flushing your toilet and taking a shower and you have to change days like we did with the gas back in the like 70s and 80s this stuff is ridiculous and uh it's just um the mommy state uh or daddy state whatever you want to call it is just um is not it's it's not healthy people we're we're not a fascist nation we're a, we were we're not a democratic nation either just you know for those of you surprise surprise you you when you pledge the allegiance to the flag is to the republic not to the democratic state there's a difference in the democratic state and and the republic and and I'll, and I'll just give it to you in the basic way that I can tell you, and I've gone through poli-sci classes and all kinds of stuff, is that the Democratic, dem, uh, the Democratic uh, is a socialist state, but basically mob rules, and, uh, and a republic um, is where uh, the rights of the individual still matter, and you, and you, you can hold your individual rights. Um, and that's what we were based on. And I think that's important to be able to keep and understand. And we should be able to have a free dialogue and should be able to tolerate the difference of others. But let's really start having a conversation again with, across the aisles. Because what beer does and spirits does is it brings people together. And it should be able to help us to relax. And I've said this many times, too, that the pub the, was the public house. It was the place that you could really go and talk about politics and religion freely and when people get heated, as they've always done, then then you can realize and come back to a point where, okay, we're going to just enjoy the beer and we're going to uh, agree to disagree and we're still friends and we understand each other and, and there's more that we have in common than we don't have in common. Let's enjoy a beer. Which brings me to another point. Um, I've talked about uh, uh, a new brewery on here uh, in, in Orange County. They're doing some production and uh, they're called New Agorist. And if you haven't seen them, go look them up on Instagram facebook uh um, new agorist um and uh and and he has this whole thing it's really about liberty and beer and uh um and in freedom and beer and um he has created a thing and i I hope i'm not jumping the gun but i'm going to talk about it because it's appropriate to what's going on he has created a thing called the one beer debate and i think what that's what we've lost in this country we've lost the ability to be able to talk to one another face to face and have differing differing views and differing opinions again the word tolerance means that you and i disagree but i tolerate it anyways i treat you with respect because we are both human beings we're both growing and we're at different stages and wherever we are on our walk on our life if you think you believe the same thing today as you do next year or 10 or 12 or 20 years from now you're sadly mistaken your your core values may not change that much um, but we're always growing and, and changing if we're going to be any kind of good humans uh, uh, at all. Um, and, and we respond to our, our, our you know, surroundings and the people around us. But to, to actually close yourself off into a group and not be able to talk to someone else or when they find that they're, they have a differing view than you and you just close it off uh, is really a fascist view. And it's a scary view because then where do our rights and where do we come into respecting uh, each other as 
as human beings and as fellow Americans or fellow UCI, you know, zot zot, I'm an alumni or I'm a student, but we have that thing in common. Uh, you can, but you also agree here. We 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 tend to go into groups. Look at the football and be- baseball and basketball and hockey. You get your your favorite team and you're for that. So we get into these tribes within tribes within tribes, right? I'm a Californian. I'm in, I'm in Orange County. I live in Irvine. There are these different identifying things that I hold on to. But if I meet someone else, I should be able to be open to them and be able to talk with them. And uh, we, I find a lot of people talk that way, but they don't practice it. So we should be able to do that. So the one beer debate, which I think is amazing, and you'll see the rules and stuff. And New Agris, he's bringing it. I don't know if he's if uh, if my friend Alexander, who's been on the air before, is talking about it or not. But um, he created the one beer debate, or or the the. I mean, not really done it because it's done for, I mean, I've been doing the one-year debate and essentially in a way, but I just never called it that or came up with rules. But people have been doing this for, for centuries in pubs. But I love how he brought this together in a concise way. That if you sit and talk with someone and you have a, a differing view than they do, and it doesn't matter if it's politics or if it's religion or uh, if it happens to do with with personal rights of your body or whatever it happens to be, something that people get passionate about, it, Really being able to talk with someone else from the uh, opposing view, what it does is help us to open up our mind. You might not change your mind, but you can see how they think and hopefully they can see how you think and you can respect each other. And you might not know exactly how they got to their conclusion, at least before, but hopefully you'll do a, a little bit of understanding in, in, in the meantime. And so the point is you both get a beer, and if you're going to talk about a, a, a topic, you, you have that beer to talk about that topic, and then you have to move on. But when you are speaking, you, have, you can only make one point at a time, and when you're speaking, you have to be holding the beer. Because if you get, if you're holding the beer, you can't, do, you can't get too agitated or, or crazy uh, because you'll spill that beer. It should be like a control thing, but it's also, hey, we're cheersing to each other. We're, we're both humans. We have interaction. And, and higher thought comes from being challenged. Um, one of the things I liked growing up in my time was iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. Sometimes we need to, sometimes you need to be challenged a little bit and, and, and it can be a little spark-like uh, to be able to become sharper, to become better. And so, um, anyways, this will go back and forth. I, like, like, say you and I, I'm just saying you, the listener, uh, we're going to talk about, um, let's just say, we're going to talk about this censorship thing and, and, and say, I, I'm obviously I'm, <laughs> I'm against it and you're for it. Um, and, and we would sit there and, 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 and have a beer and I would make a point. And if I could make more than one point, you're allowed to speak, but otherwise you can't speak while I'm speaking. And, uh, but you can say, no, you have to make the, it's one point. Okay. I'll choose my point and I'll make the point. Hopefully I argue it well. And I hold up some facts with it, not just my opinion. And, uh, uh, and then it would be your turn in, in a, in response. And, and I think that will get us to a place where we're back to being able to be tolerant and understanding and caring of each other because you really do need to do that if you're going to be, I think, a true American and if you're really going to like beer. So that's my little part there. Uh, this is all started with the censorship thing. And uh, again, we're on independent radio and I just thought, I hear so many things and th- this to me is a is a really big thing. So um, I've been using, uh, I mean, I really thought I'd done that something with beer like I said, six years ago before the Scotch Trooper, and I thought maybe I should maybe I should go that route and do with the with the with the Star Wars characters. But um, 
but you know, it wasn't something I wanted to do where I was limited, where I was just in one one realm. But maybe I should have because you look at, I mean, his followers. But um, I wanted to be open more because my th- reason was starting with beer ambassadors. Is yes, I'm known as the beer ambassador, and I do the show, and I love talking about beer. Um, but that I called it beer ambassadors because anytime I have a, a guest on, they're they're an ambassador of beer. I'm not the only beer ambassador. Uh, everyone out there who makes beer, who sells beer, if you're out there just ta- drinking beer and you're sitting at a, a bar, you're, you're making friends. Um, and that's what I like about it. Beer brings people together. And I can make, if I go with a friend, I've got people to talk with. And I'll usually make other friends. But if I go by myself, I can f- I'll make friends. I'll make friends at the bar. Um, because over a beer, um, people let their guard down. And you're able to um, be relaxed, really. You know, and you're going to enjoy it's it, drinking a beer or spirits like scotch and whiskey is, is an enjoyable act. And, and of course, there are people out there who have problems with it. And, and you can talk about alcoholism, all the different things there, but they, but they're not part of that society. Right. But for the most part in society, we drink, you know, we're not in prohibition anymore. We don't want to bring back prohibition. It was a f- horrible failure. And um, and to me, this kind of uh, activity and behavior um, borderlines on that kind of, of thing. When when you are trying to uh, not only censor people, but when you're trying to act like judge, jury, and executioner, um, and summarily uh, make a judgment um, without any kind of response or rebuttal, that is not the American way. That is not freedom and uh, and liberty and and the rights that we have. Um, and 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 I do understand. Um, trying to find a balance because there are a lot of bullies but i'm telling you this person who did this 26 page was, is, is the bully not not this guy who's in the open talking to his demographic and and i'm one of his you know i'm part of his demographic so uh hopefully you're part of my demographic and you're still listening and not <laughs> and i've stimulated your mind not going oh my gosh what the heck is he is he carrying on about for the last 38 minutes but or 34 really because we're about four minutes into the show and i when i jumped on air but um you get my point it's uh it's uh it's really about um um about rights and and about um uh just being able to to really understand that um our, our freedoms can be really in jeopardy right now in these days and uh you thought we thought that would never happen and that's why America was started in the first place, and why we, uh, well, we had our, our forefathers leave um, uh, Europe. Um, you know, not just England. Um, there was a whole way that that process happened. I could get into, but you know, the, the pilgrims came over here to get away from uh, religious persecution, and it wasn't that. And they were religious. They just were told that they couldn't practice their religion. So uh, I also believe that uh, separation of church and state uh, is misinterpreted. It was never every every country's had a religion, but it, what it was is that the state could not tell those people who were not part of that state religion how to worship. So if they were not Protestant, they could be Catholic, or they could be Jewish, or Islamic, or or Hindu, or uh, you know Buddhist, or whatever. Um, and the same thing if they're in a Catholic state, um, they couldn't be forced to become Catholic, you know, they could be a Protestant or a Jew or a Muslim or, uh, you know, the the Buddhist, Hindu, all that kind of stuff. So really the whole point of separation of church and state was not to have a a state-run, uh, a government-run religion where you have, where, uh, uh, what's the best word I'm looking for? Basically you were um, um, 
told that you had to participate and you had to believe that way. Um, no, it was the freedom of being able to believe the way that you wanted. But the whole reason that the pilgrims came over was to get away from that religious persecution. And guess what they did? They landed at Plymouth Rock. We've heard about that. But you know what they did at Plymouth Rock? They landed at Plymouth Rock because they wanted to drink beer. They were out of beer. They didn't have anything to drink. They were, they were running out of beer and they were afraid, what are we going to do if we don't have any beer? And women and children drank beer. Um, and you can't say it was a non-alcoholic, but it was a small beer. Yeah. Um, so it was probably anywhere from maybe uh, two and a half to three and a half percent, maybe even four percent, um, which a four percent beer is pretty decent beer for me. That's a that's a, you know, a session beer. Um, but everybody drank it. And uh, it's interesting. I was talking with another gentleman uh, yesterday. I uh, was out with some friends for Labor Day and hopefully you had a great Labor Day. Um, and you were drinking responsibly, but you had some, some good beers and, and good times and food and friends. But I was with some friends yesterday at their house, uh, uh, on a lake in Lake Forest. And, uh, you can see a little picture or post about that, uh, on Instagram as well. But when I was there, uh, talking with uh, another guy who I've met several times, but we'd never really had the bigger conversations and it was cool. Beer, beer brings in a lot of conversations. And we found out, I found out that he's from Wisconsin it's a big beer state, and he was talking about some of the the companies that I know the history about, um, like Blatz and Schlitz and stuff like that. And so he was like, yeah, I used to know the daughter or the owner of Schlitz or whatever. And, and we were going on, and I said, oh, yeah, they used to have these great campaigns. And he said, yeah. And uh, we started talking about it because if you don't know about it, they, they used to have ad campaigns that were in the magazines. And this is really – there was radio and, and, and magazine at the time. There wasn't uh, – television um and and then when television came on of course there were commercials about beer um before they changed that uh, years later but um they would have uh ads about women and uh, mothers specifically drinking beer and that it was good for nursing mothers it was good for women and children and that's been the that's been the, the thought in society for most of history it was only with uh, a select few of a religious sect um, who decided, no, we we don't like our men drinking, and we think it's an evil abomination, and uh, and then they started uh, pushing, and that type of censorship happened where we had, um, like I said, the biggest failure that uh, America has done, prohibition. Luckily, we got past that because all it did was uh, invoke. Uh, a whole subculture of crime um, because there was money to be made. And anytime there's money to be made outside of the government, uh, there's crime. Although I think that often what the government does is often criminal the way they tax us as well, especially right now. I mean, another reason we left is, you know, or, or we not left, but when we uh, succeeded, when the 13 colonies succeeded to be uh, called the United States of America, from England because we were there 13 colonies it was because of being overtaxed uh, taxation without representation which we have going on a lot now so man we need to drink a lot of beer and all that's affecting us right now there's a gas tax I'm going to talk about that and there's a reason I'm talking about it it relates to beer so 
Um, there's going to be a, 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 a measure in November, um, I think it's ballot number six, and they want you to vote no, and they're spending your tax dollars and, and, and hiring people to go out and act like they're Caltrans, which is another corrupt organization. But, um, and they're trying to get you to vote no on six, saying that they're taking all the money to do the roads. Now, what you don't know is they've taken our money uh, for the roads to be able to fix them, and and three times this has been done, and they've taken hundreds of millions of dollars and funneled other places, and they've not fixed our roads. And they wanted the roads to go fallow so that they can charge you. And then um, we said no, we said no, we said no. And then what did uh, Governor Brown and uh, the California legislature do last year? They passed a gas tax without even talking to us. So now there's been an uprising of Californians, and this doesn't it's not political. It's not par, party sides. It's Californians. So it doesn't matter what side, if you're, if you're an independent or a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian, it doesn't matter. You're, you're overtaxed now. We're, we're the highest tax nation uh, by 30% at least in, in any, uh, I'm sorry, state in the nation. And, uh, and then they're, they're trying to do more. And they're not spending it uh, the way they're supposed to. They're just, they, they think they can do whatever they, they want. So there's no accountability. And uh, they're really just trying to rape you and I. But the reason this comes to beer is they've done this gas tax, and now they're trying to spend more of our taxes to, to, to make sure that the gas tax, um, when people like myself, when I did sign it, there was, there was you know, a, a million people or something like that, or just under a million people in Californians who signed this, uh, this, this repeal. And, uh, and if the repeal doesn't go through, then, then what happens? Gas tax goes up, which means food and rent and beer goes up. Beer, that beer is one of the, beer is one of the highest taxed uh, uh, commodities that we have in the first place. But if it costs more to deliver it and uh, to get the materials to the brewery, and uh, and not just the you know the grains and the hops and stuff, but what about the the kegs and the bottles and the cans? just to get it to the brewery. And then they, we got to get it from the brewery to the distributor and then from the distributor to the retailer, right? Whether that's a, a, at, a, at a bar or if it's at a grocery store or a liquor store, that's how that supply chain happens. There's a distribution supply chain and it all takes gas, my friends. And when that happens, it just raises everything else. The prices go up. So I've, I've had people tell me lately in the breweries, they're like, man, it's like six or seven or eight dollars a pint. And I'm like, yeah, you know, or, or a glass, I should say. It's not always a pint. If it's a higher ABV, maybe you're getting a 10-ounce pour rather than a 16-ounce pour. But my point is, um, yeah, things go up because um, the brewers, not that they want to do it, but they're, but they're going to be taxed. So, for, so please vote yes on 6 in November. It's very important, and I wasn't even planning on talking about that today, but I'm going to talk about it more. I'm going to do a post about it because it's really maddening to me that um, – this should be this should be something that we should have like you know ten million Amer- uh, ten million Californians or we're hovering the California. I know there's a lot of us here, but we should have millions and millions of Californians who are just putting their foot down and say no more, no more. We want you to stay within your confines and spend like you're supposed to. They have the money to 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 be able to take care of the things. It's not they don't need more money. They don't need it for schools. They don't need it for roads. They're misspending it, mishandling it. All they want to do is to keep you an indentured servant. So it's a new way of slavery. And whether you believe that or agree with it or not, that's why I'm putting it down. But it's going to affect your prices on beers. So if you if that's the only thing you listen to, maybe that's what you listen to because beer prices will go up. So there's. 
uh, my little rant on these kind of things because they really do affect us and drinking beer and being able to go and make sure that these breweries, local breweries stay open. Local breweries are small business owners. They are entrepreneurs and they need your support. And for us to be able to support, we have to be able to afford it to be able to go there, right? I don't, I can't go to the breweries all the time because I can't, I, I you know, I have, I have rent. I, you know, I got to pay for my, for my utilities and my gas money and, and, and registration and insurance. And it goes down the line, right? You do, we all do that every, every day or, or monthly, you know what I'm saying? We got to figure out how to balance your checkbook and all that kind of stuff. That's part of living. But, uh, but, uh, you know, we're still in the greatest nation in the world and we have the opportunity to be able to become, uh, um, you know, possibly very well off and, not have to work as hard as some other places and nations, but uh, they're trying to, really hard to to make you an indentured servant and keep those take those things away. And uh, and really, one thing that uh, Thomas Jefferson said, one of our founding fathers, is that if we don't have a revolution uh, every twenty five years, that the people in power will become the new uh, kings and queens. Basically, they they're going to keep power and want power, and and and, and we're kind of seeing that in this day and age. But please. Go drink beer, support your local beer, vote yes on number six. Talk about it with people as well. Or if you don't believe me, go look it up and look at both sides. Don't just look at the propaganda that 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 it disgusts me that that uh, Governor Brown and, and the and and the California legislature are taking our tax money and making flyers and hiring people to dress like Caltrans workers and 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 give out uh, flyers to you to tell you how to vote. This is the worst deception. Ever and I can't believe that the media is not talking about it. And no one's talking about it. You might only hear it on this radio show here, except for uh, maybe John and Ken and KFI. Uh, and I'm sure you know because there's not a lot in California to talk about really what's going on. But but this affects you and affects beer, and that's why I'm talking about it today. And that's why I'm on a little bit of a rant and a rampage, if you want to call it that. To me, it's just having a discussion and giving you some some true information. And I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how to, well, I did ask you to vote yes on six, but beyond that, I'm not going to tell you to do it. And, I, and you, you can do whatever you want, but just know if you vote no on it, your taxes, gas taxes are raised and, and they're just going, yeah, they're, they're, they're a bunch of idiots. They're a bunch of, uh, these all, all Californians are pawns and we can do whatever we want with them. That is my opinion based on everything that I can see from the facts. Go read them for yourself. But, um, I'd like for you to be able to go and enjoy some beer. So what I will talk about is this week, tomorrow for the last, you know, eight minutes of the show here, is I'm going up to Sacramento. This ties in as well. Um, I'm going up to Sacramento because that's where uh, Governor Brown and the legislature are. And that is where um, an organization called the CCBA or the Craft California Craft Brewers Association, um, they lobby to on behalf of you and me, whether you know it or not, there are always lot there. There are arcane laws that have had to be changed. There are still things that need to be changed. There are things that are having to change all the time within taxes and and uh, t- tariffs and uh, jurisdiction and how to make things smoother and this whatever. There's all kinds of things. I'm not really the one to talk about all those things at this point, but the CCBA is, and I've had Tom McCormick on a few weeks ago. We talked about it, um, but they basically lobby for you and me at the California legislature to make it better for us to be able to drink beer. At one time, did you know you couldn't drink beer at a brewery? 
They couldn't have tasting rooms. You could not do it. So they they were, went and lobbied to change that law. And, and there was really strict guidelines at first. And, and there's been uh, that we have to keep fighting or maybe uh, it is a fight, but we have to keep um, lobbying to be able to add on addendums uh, to that, to be able to change it to where uh, tasting rooms can do more. At first, they, you couldn't take beer out of there either. Now you, you could take growlers at first. Now And it had to get a special thing for, for the crowlers, but now we have this kind of stuff. You know, there's a state that I think it's interesting, um, a couple states, but I think Arizona is one of them, um, where I could take a, uh, I can go to a liquor store and fill a growler and be able to go home. Like they can have it on draft and do that, but you can't do that in California. Um, there are other states where um, they can give away swag, but we can't give away swag unless it's under a dollar, right? Uh, unless it's to a, a a charitable organization, and there's something connected with that or that kind of thing. But but a brewery itself, not not me specifically, but a brewery, someone who is a producer of a, a of some kind of alcoholic drink like beer or spirits. Um, they cannot give anything uh, away like that. So they ha- there's certain way they have to find legal ways around that and be able to give through charities and this kind of stuff. Um, but but at one time you could do that in California, and and but then big beer uh, basically uh, was having its way, and they would just buy into every bar, and and that's when you used to have all the girls in bikinis running around with keychains and. And, and koozies and, and free shirts and, and free everything. I remember we used to be able to get hats and shirts and all kinds of stuff. They would just give it away free. But it was the big guys who could afford to do that, and, and, and it cut out the little guys. So uh, a law that was meant to, main, to change that for better, uh, it still made it really hard for for uh, for the small guys because the big guys have big money and then they have ways to get around it. And if, and if they're – and they can they, they can afford an infraction, honestly, if they, if they break that. So they can pay the fine. Um, but we're still at a, at a work in that kind of stuff. And uh, and so I'll be up at the uh, California Craft Beer Summit this week. Um, I think there's two tickets, still tickets available. Um, and you can find a hotel room, even though it's not in downtown, but within within an Uber ride or something like that, if you want to go, unless you drive up. But, uh, you know, it's two weeks, of, or I'm sorry, two weeks, two days, Thursday and Friday of workshops and speakers and uh, and an expo and and uh and the uh beer and food tastings pairings you know and uh and and pretty much the who's who uh in the beer industry is there and then it ends with a four-hour beer festival on saturday which i'll be enjoying and i'll report on next week about all this kind of stuff so i'm going to talk about what happened and, and i'll get some interviews this week but that's what i'll be doing and uh, i'm excited because it's one of the, the coolest ones it's kind of like uh, taking home brucon and gabf and putting it together and uh, here in California, uh, where we have uh, 945 breweries currently and counting or growing. And um, and so you are lucky, my friends, to live in the uh, best beer state in the nation. So I think that's really cool. And uh, I'm going to just say, you know, you should enjoy it and go uh, uh, talk to, um, you know, and support your local breweries. <clears throat> so with all that being said... I'll be up there enjoying that this weekend. Uh, I know that there's some local breweries. I forgot to write who it was down, but look up uh, um, either on the California Beer Calendar on Facebook or All Things Beer, I think it is, All Things something like that, um, on Instagram, and uh, 
because I just it's escaping me who has an anniversary this weekend because I'm out of town. The following weekend um, is one of the best uh, beer events in California. It'll be at the uh, Lake in Irvine. Um, it's a different location there, so you have to pay attention. But you can go get free rides at the Tustin uh, Transportation uh, Center. Um, uh, from So basically, like you can Uber to the Transportation Center in Tustin, and then you can get free bus rides up to the location, which is really cool. And um, But that's for the OC Brew Haha. It's in its ninth year. So the uh, Collins family uh, events there with Brew Haha are putting on their main event. And um, there's a, I, I don't remember the number. I wasn't looking at that, but I know it's like about 200 breweries or something like that. They have bands. Um, they often, they have food trucks and, uh, and it's just a really, really good time. There's cider as well there. And so there's some, some good options, but it's uh, one of the coolest things. So if you don't have tickets to that, um, then you can go to like ocbrewhaha.com, I believe it is, or just Google it and it'll come up. You can look at it on Facebook and Instagram. It's ocbrewhaha. And, uh, and you can go check that out. It's going to be a really good time. I know that's a rain and shine, rain or shine event, but you know we always have some some good weather here in California. Although it was really weird yesterday, towards the end of the day, uh, that uh, um, basically where I was, and I think it was most of California or Southern California here in Orange County, I should say, um, that it got like stormy, like there was overcast and stuff. It was kind of weird and uh, got a little chilly. But it was still a really good day, and I had some really good beers. I, in fact, uh, opened up a beer that one of my friends gave me from Colorado, from Boulder, Colorado. It was a Blood Orange Kolsch from um, from uh, uh, Crystal Springs Brewing Company, and uh, it was very tasty. Very, you know, I like beers that have a essence of fruit and 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 do that kind of stuff. And then, you, but you don't have to, um, you know, uh, it's not it's not cloyingly sweet, right? So. It's enjoyable. Anyways, um, I uh, I hope that you guys have had a great weekend. It was a great Labor Day, and you guys are going to have a great week here. Um, and that, uh, you know, you'll go out and you will have some tolerance with someone and talk about some things that are important. Because if, we, if, we, if, if they lull us to sleep, then they win. We need to be active as citizens. And I think that starts with drinking beer and talking to one another and enjoying each other's company. So, um let, let's let's support each other as Californians, as as Orange County, uh, ends whatever Orange Countyans, Californians, Americans, and uh, and show the the true love and support and freedom that goes on in our community and on independent radio. You know, up next uh, is going to be DJ Jericho with the Color Spectrum, and uh, I'm going to just say thank you for tuning in. I am here every Tuesday from 5 to 6 talking about the world of crap beer. And you know it's usually really pretty light in the studio and happy, but I think these are important things, and hopefully you got a lot out of today's uh, broadcast <laughs> with what I'm talking about because um, it's really important, my friends. Until next time, drink good beer, eat good food, hang out with good people, talk a lot too, and, uh, and drink more good beer. Thanks for supporting me for the last four years. And I look forward to bringing some good content to you guys next week. Go out and drink some good beers. Please email me at the beer ambassador uh, uh, here at kci.org or go on and message me on uh, the beer ambassador with underscores on Instagram or Facebook, the beer ambassador OC. And I do have some videos on YouTube there, the beer ambassador OC, okay? Okay. So, with all that being said, uh, you know, 
beer, 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 bum, 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 bum. I'm a Dodgers fan too. So anyways, I'm working on some songs and you'll hear about that next time.